1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Bron- 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 Broncos. Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver.
0: All right, guys, we're back from that quick break, and we're going to dive into the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Obviously, a a big game this week, Nick. Um, The Broncos know that. Uh, This is a huge rivalry game, and I want to get your thoughts on it here in a second. But first, let's hear from Nathaniel Hackett talking about that rivalry and also uh, the AFC West in general. Yeah, I would say this whole division. Obviously, we know that it's it's a very, very good division. And whenever you have a chance to play anybody in the West, um, you know it's 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 going to be a heck of a game. I mean, it's going to be a battle. It's, I mean, this has been a rivalry for a long time. I mean, anybody within this, whether it's the Chiefs, the Raiders, uh, the Chargers, those have all been amazing games. And, uh, you know, now we're going against the Raiders. I mean, they're a very good football team, very talented team. And it's going to be a, a great battle. Nick, before we dive into this Raiders team, I just want to ask you as somebody that's played – in this rivalry, when you look at the, the this division, is this is this the biggest rivalry or or, or is it the Chiefs for you? And, and what do you remember about maybe playing the Raiders?
1: Well, first of all, the Chiefs are the biggest rivalry because we haven't beaten them in a while. And I said we because, uh, you know, I, I figured I'm part of Broncos country. Uh, But when I look at the Raiders, uh, it hasn't really been a rivalry in a while because you got to actually define what a rivalry means. That means both teams are of some quality, and then that game is going to be a lot of uh, – that game itself, I think, better put, is that uh, you know that it's going to really affect the outcome of what uh, the season is going to be for both teams as far as the division and the conference is concerned, but it really hasn't been that way for – uh, the Broncos over the past couple of years, troubles at the quarterback positions, turn the ball over, not being able to start, stop the, the Raiders' uh, run game when you need to because that was kind of the idea. Uh, they don't have an elite passing game. The defense is uh, bend or break. And all we have to do is run the ball, and we kill the clock because they can't really score. So that's kind of been, been the idea as far as the rivalry is concerned. But when you play this team in my time, The games were really exciting because, you know, that's when Al Davis was still around. And every Bronco player knew about how Al Davis still owed Mike Shanahan his money and told him, look, if you want it, come sue me. You're going to spend more money trying to get it back than what I actually owe. So we always knew that, and that was kind of an extra incentive for us to go out and play well. And then at at the same time, George, it was the old black hole. The fans were closer to the players, and you can hear – the trash talk. I mean, like like it was right in your ear. Now with the new, uh, I guess, a Death Star that they have there in Vegas, the fans are further away, so it doesn't have that same mystique. But all of that can change this weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at the the recent rivalry between them, and the Broncos haven't won on the road against the Raiders since 2015. They've also lost, I believe, is it four or five straight now? So. Um, obviously this is one the Broncos really want. You know, Bradley Chubb said in the locker room yesterday that he hates the Raiders. Um, and I, I do think that there is some hate there between these two teams. Uh, and now you add in the fact that Josh McDaniels is coaching the Raiders, which is obviously a, a, huge, uh, a huge deal when you talk about his history here in Denver. Do you think that – I mean, obviously these players, they, they don't – you know, I'm sure that they know the history – with McDaniel's, but that doesn't really play a whole big factor in this game, does it, Nick?
1: No, it, it doesn't. It just uh, that old-fashioned, you know, hate that you have for the other team. I mean, and I know exactly what that's like. uh I mean, I went to Georgia Tech, and uh, you know, you just hate Georgia. That's just like, you know, I don't know if like CSU and CU. That's not too much of a rivalry. Those two teams are not doing too well. But I mean, you know, that's kind of where it is, is that, like, you when you go into a team and you, and you just try to figure out the culture, and the first thing you learn is, here are the teams that we're supposed to hate. And it just seems that when players come in free agents or you're drafted, you know automatically that the Raiders are a team that you need to hate. I mean, for you and in your, in your trials, the great athlete that you are. Uh, what rivalry that that you had that there was a team high school college you really hated
0: yeah well i mean i went to bishop kelly uh go comments bkhs bishop kelly is the best but um i hated bishop mcginnis who was you know they they were down the road about an hour down the road and we were the two biggest um private schools in in the state of oklahoma and uh Unfortunately, we were on the uh, wrong side of that rivalry a lot.
1: Well, so, so, so you guys were the CSU of the Yes,
0: yeah. We we didn't win. We won, I think my four years there, we beat them one time in uh football and we lost to them all four times in basketball, including in the state semifinals in basketball, which I was a part of. That's that was that sucked. Uh of course I didn't play, I didn't get in the game. Um you know, maybe, maybe I should have gotten in the game. I hope Coach Limes, if you're listening, I should have been in the game. Uh, No, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand the hate here. Right. And I think that it's, it's definitely warranted and it's great for the game. Right. Like you, you want to have that type of rivalry and we'll get into the chiefs later this season, but I think you're right. That's probably the bigger, bigger rivalry right now, especially in terms of the chiefs have just been the top of the division the last, you know, several years and you, and you want to, you know, dethrone them. But, Nick, let's hop into this Raiders team this year. Obviously not the start that they wanted. 0-3, seems like there's some issues going on. I mean, there's a lot of talk here about Nathaniel Hackett and the job he's done. We just talked about McDaniels. He's having some issues uh, in Las Vegas right now. What sticks out to you about this team, and and why do you think that they've struggled? Because you look at the teams that they've played, uh, the Chargers, Cardinals, uh, and Titans, those teams, when they have not played the Raiders, are 0 and six. So it's not like they're playing, you know, great teams right now. Again, it's early in the season, but it's not like they're they're 0 and three against, you know, really good football teams.
1: Well, the Raiders are trying to uh, figure things out, uh, George. And when you look at, uh, you know, where they rank as far as uh, points, I mean, they have a, a total of 64 points on the season, and they're averaging 21 points per game. That puts them at 11th. I mean, far better than where the Broncos are at 31st. So they've shown as though they can move the ball down the field, but they have their, had their moments where, you know, chemistry wasn't there. Balls are being deflected. You know, Derek Carr is a little off target, and they're still sure trying to figure out how to incorporate everyone in the ball game. I mean, in the in Tennessee Titans game, you had both uh, Darren Waller and Devontae Adams in the same area. And if Waller doesn't come in and, you know, tried to catch the ball, it's a touchdown for Devontae Adams. So this is a team that can move the ball down the field. Josh McDaniel is still one of the smartest guys in the NFL. But the fact that, you know, you average 21 points per game, that has to say uh, something. And when you look on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, Max Crosby is a monster. And I know there are a lot of Broncos fans that were upset that the Broncos didn't acquire Chandler Jones. But when you look at which guy's on the stat sheet and which guy isn't, Randy Gregory is on the stat sheet and Chandler Jones isn't. So this is a team still trying to find their way and trying to get their first dove. So now their backs are against the wall. That crowd is going to be really loud, and they're going to try to create a lot of confusion and try to get their first win against the Broncos on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at this Raiders team, and, and I think Russell said it best yesterday that their, their record doesn't reflect how good they can be, right? Uh, When you look at this talent on the team, I mean, you just mentioned all the guys when you talk about Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, uh, the wide receiver Hollins, he's been really impressive for them this year. Uh, They've got good players, Josh Jacobs at running back. I think that, you know, Derek Carr is a good quarterback, not great, but like he, I mean, look, they they went to the playoffs last year and then they went out and they added Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones. Uh, This should be a good football team. So I think that they've been really close and, and, again, I think you can kind of rely on sort of what the Broncos have gone through, right, in terms of, uh, you know, just trying to figure each other out with a new coaching staff, new players, and that sort of thing. So they could be, also be on the verge of having a breakthrough, and this is obviously a huge week for them. And this is this is – I don't want to say it's a, a, a must win because, again, it's it's only week four, uh, but this does feel like a do-or-die game for the Raiders in terms of you can't start 0-4 – you probably can't start 0-3 and still make the playoffs. And so they're looking at this game like, hey, we have to win uh, this football game. And it's at home. I think that it's going to be a big atmosphere. I I, I think the Broncos also feel like this is probably uh, not a do-or-die game or must-win game because they're 2-1. But I think that they feel like they really want to win this football game and show that they can you know, beat good football teams. So I, I think that this is such an interesting matchup on both sides of the ball. But Nick, what's maybe your your biggest key uh, when you look at, at at the Broncos trying to win this game, what's the biggest key to the game for them?
1: Right tackle position. Max Crosby against Cam Flemings. Go back to the game against uh, the 49ers. Four sacks allowed nine quarterback hits. That's entirely too many hits on uh, R- Russell Wilson. And Cam Flemings, he, he definitely has to uh, step up and be a lot better in his pass protection. The one thing, I mean, he's facing a man – in uh, Max Crosby, because he has long arms. He plays with a lot of energy. He knows how to retrace his steps, especially against mobile quarterbacks. So Cam Fleming is going to be that guy. The spot shadow is going to be on him. And if he performs well against Max Crosby, which is a, a arduous task within his the own, then that gives the Broncos an opportunity to kind of win this game. Because when you look at the pass coverage from the Raiders, that they, they have leaky coverage at times. And when you get inside the red zone, you go back and watch their safeties and their second level players. Their linebackers play so deep in the end zone that the slant routes are there. But more importantly, going back and watching Kyler Murray kind of carve them up as they rally to take that game from the Raiders is the fact that when they drop so deep mobile quarterbacks. Once again, remember what I told you before? Think about this when you watch the game inside the red zone. You don't have a lot of space. So mobility of that quarterback is going to come up and it's going to be real important. And Kyler Murray burned him like twice with his scrambling ability. So that's where Russell is going to have to be big in the red zone.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously there's been a lot of talk about, should Russell be running more? Should he be scrambling, getting out of the pocket? If there's a week to do it, this is the week to do it. And and like you said, Kyler Murray did it. And and I'm not saying Russell is as fast as Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray is uh, I mean, he's he's probably running like a 4 four forty right now, but, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, Russell can make things happen with his legs in this game. I also think, like you said, there's an opportunity to really make some big plays in the passing game. I, I really think that uh, this secondary is, is kind of suspect for the Raiders. Obviously, they have some great pass rushers, so you've got to be able to protect him and, and Russ has got to be able to make some plays in that pocket like we saw late in that 49ers game uh, and find guys down the field, but I do think that there are some chances for Cortland Sutton, Jerry, Judy, KJ Hamler, those guys to make some big plays in this game. I'm going to go to the other side of the ball. And I think that this defense needs to say, okay, they they need to pick and choose who do they want to try and slow down? Because there's so many weapons on this, this Raiders offense. And I I feel like Nick, and maybe you can speak to this a little bit better than I can, but you can't just say, uh, you know, we're going to shut down one guy or, or, or that, or we're going to force it to one other guy. Like, I feel like they have to say, we're going to try and stop Devontae Adams or we're going to try and take away Darren Waller in the red zone. So I think that that's going to be the key for this defense is, hey, pick and choose your battles. Who are you going to try and man up against? Uh, I think the Pat Sertan, Devontae Adams battle is going to be awesome. I think it's going to be one of the best we see this season. Uh, So I'm really looking forward to that. But how do you think that this defense approaches trying to slow down all those weapons?
1: well don't try to stop everything you know you, yeah. you do it you know possession by possession and known as though this this offense has been struggling to find chemistry with Devonte and who's going to be the guy my whole thing is you take everyone's looking forward to the battle between Devonte and ps2 and i'm like don't even turn it into a battle here's what you need to do max holland has 158 yards against tennessee last week so we know what he's capable of if you want to double uh Devontae adams as though teams have been doubling him and they've been really successful at doing that, and then put PS two on Max Hollins, now you say, okay, well, we're going to dictate where you go with the ball. Now you got to go check down, and now you have to throw it to Darren Waller, but we're going to be able to do that and tackle well with Caden Stearns and our linebacker. So for me, that is one strategy that I would employ against uh, the Raiders of Devontae Adams. What would you do in that scenario?
0: I think that's a really good idea. I did not even thought about that. Um, I think that that's actually a really smart idea. And, you know, Ajero Everest has talked about that sometimes he's not a fan of, of having a corner just shadow, you know, one wide receiver. Um, and sometimes that doesn't work. And I think that we've seen the Broncos, I mean, they didn't really do that against the 49ers, right? I know that Sertan was lined up against Debo Samuel at times, but like the, obviously the 49ers move him around a lot, but I think I kind of like that idea of doubling Devontae and then putting Sertan maybe on Hollins, but I'm sure Jerry uh, Jero Evero will come up with some sort of defensive plan and and i think one huge key nick and we'll wrap it up here in a second is the pass rush like if you can get after Derek carr he's he's shown he will make mistakes and so if randy gregory and bradley chubb can get after him then you don't even have to i mean obviously you still have to worry about doing you know darren waller and, and hunter rimfro and Devontae adams and max hollins and all these guys but if you can get into his face he's going to make a mistake and, and then you just trust your secondary to go out there and make some plays on the ball. So I think that that's the biggest key, right? Like, I think you trust your secondary and you say, okay, let's get after Derek Carr and see if he makes a big mistake.
1: Yeah, that, that that's one of those things that you do because, I mean, you, you impact the quarterback, you affect the chemistry and the rhythm of the offense. And that's why Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory are both here, both athletic guys. they both shown, you know, so far this season that they're challenging one another and they can get after the quarterback and be real disruptive. So we're going to watch that too as well for those Broncos fans that were upset about Chandler Jones. Let's just see who has a better game. Is it Randy Gregory or is it Chandler Jones?
0: Lastly, Nick, before we get out of here, give me a game prediction and a score.
1: Uh, This was going to be a tight one the last time these two teams met. The Raiders won the game 17-13. It's going to be that type of, of game because the defense... You know, they played this uh, great so far, and that's the Broncos' defense. So I'm going to give it the same type of score, but this time in reverse, it's going to be the Broncos, and you're not the Raiders, Raiders, 17-13.
0: So I think uh, I think it's going to be really close, too. Um, I think that the Broncos finally maybe break through a little bit on offense, uh, and I think they went on a walk-off field goal, walk-off Brandon McManus field goal, 20-17. to I really like the Broncos this weekend. Um, again, I think the Raiders have their backs against the wall. They're going to play really well. It's going to come down to the wire, but I do think the Broncos escape with a win for their first time on the road against the Raiders since 2015. So, Nick, any final thoughts before we head out of here
1: for the weekend? Hey, man, uh, everyone, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy uh, the game. Make sure you check your fantasy rosters before the games uh, kick off. Uh, Other than that, hey, man, thank you for showing uh, Touchdown Denver some love.
0: Yeah. Thanks guys. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Make sure you guys like subscribe to the podcast Uh, and that's it for touchdown Denver this week. And we'll see you guys on Monday.